Hello, Mizzou Twins fans, and welcome to episode 17 of Mizzou Twins Chat. I am your host, Troy Larson. This is going to be a solo effort this afternoon as I record this here on a fun Friday. You know, do you think Fridays are always fun? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If it's the, you know, if 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 a weekend's coming up and you've had a long week, yes. But I think also when your team has won the uh, opening playoff round, as in the case of the Minnesota Twins, I think that also calls for a fun Friday. Especially the fact the Twins will be taking on the Houston Astros at Minute Maid Park tomorrow. So. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I think I would say that definitely this is a fun Friday. And what I would like to do in this episode is kind of touch on a few things that took place in the first couple games. And then we will break down the Houston series a little bit. Uh, just kind of give you an idea of when the games are going to be. Uh, well, the first three anyway. Uh, I, I won't, I, I won't necessarily, well, I'll probably mention where games four and five are going to be scheduled, but I don't. I I'm going to I'm I'm going to guarantee you that those are probably not going to be set in stone necessarily because teams could uh, you know win three games or four games and then, then they're done. So yeah, let's start with some things with some points from via uh, via first two games. Some some takeaways. So game one. We had Pablo Lopez on the mound, and he pitched well for us. Uh, I and to be honest with you, I don't remember how how Toronto, uh, who gave up via run to the Blue Jays, but but we won the first game three to one. And what I'm gonna say is, Royce Lewis, is he trying to become Mister October? You know, we had Reggie Jackson back in 1977. Uh, he had three home runs in a World Series game. And and then on Tuesday, Royce Lewis in his first two at-bats, a rookie coming off a hamstring injury, uh, first game back, hits a two-run home run in the first inning. And then in the third inning, he hits a solo shot to give the Twins a 3 nothing lead. So he was your one-man wrecking crew for for uh, Wednesday's for Tuesday's game. So you know, and and by the way, Gary Gaetti against the Detroit Tigers in Game One of a 1987 ALCS back only had one playoff series in the Vineyard and World Series. Vegas had the League Championship Series. Gary Gaetti hits two home runs against the uh, Detroit Tigers in Game One back in 1987 at the Metrodome, and. And it's also happened one other time in postseason history where where a player in the first playoff game hit uh, two home runs. Uh, Evan Longoria for the uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Uh, actually, it was the Tampa Bay Rays in 2008. He hits two home runs. There's no doubt that Royce Lewis has made a big splash in October. I mean, I just mentioned how many players in Major League history have had a home run in their first game in the uh, uh, playoffs. Uh, I mean, have had two home runs in their first game in the, uh, in the uh, uh, postseason, and two of them were on the Twins. So, now, 
Another point I want to talk about is Carlos Correa, and he actually had a couple key plays in the series. Uh, the one involves game one. He, well, I believe it was Kiermaier batting, and Bull Bichette was on base. And so Kiermaier hits a ground ball towards Jorge Puanco, who was playing for a base. Now, Puanco missed the ball, but Carlos Correa, he backed up the play and threw the runner out at home plate. That's why, folks, you have to back up your teammates in baseball. I mean, seriously. Even though you can, you know, if you cannot get the runner at home, at home plate, at least you get, you uh, field the ball and throw it to where it needs to go. And... Carlos Correa, he was able to throw the runner, the runner out home plate. And so that's game one, and uh, we'll talk about via playing game two. So game, then a couple other things I want to mention. Michael A. Taylor. To me, I, I, I he, he did have a few, a couple good defensive plays in center field, but the one I think he had that was probably one of the bigger plays is he took a Matt Chapman hits a fly ball to center, and Taylor had to go all the way back to the warning track to uh, catch it. And I don't know if, we, I don't know if it, it would have been a home run ball, but I think it at least killed a possible rally by the Toronto Blue Jays in the, in the late innings. I think it was in the sixth inning, but that catch happened. So Michael A. Taylor, he's trying to do his uh, best Byron Buxton impressions. Let me tell you. So, those are a couple of plays I want to comment on in Game 1. Now let's go to Game 2. And Game 2, the pitching matchup for that one was Sonny Gray against Jose Barrios. And, well, let me uh, just say this. Barrios was pitching well for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. He had just, he had just walked via leadoff batter in the bottom of the fourth inning. And and then the Blue Jay manager decides to take him out be, be, before then the game had been scoreless. And then all of a sudden the Blue Jay manager, John Schneider, he decides, oh, we're gonna go with analytics. We're gonna take out Brios after he is you know, after he walks for the leadoff batter, uh, which I believe memory serves me correctly, I think it was Royce Lewis. Cause uh Kepler was gonna bat next. So, yes, it was, uh, I believe it was Royce Lewis and Kepler. Um, he was going to bat next. And the reason why the Blue Jays did that, they took out Brios and brought in the left-hander, uh, Kikuchi. Um, they, they brought him in because what they're hoping to do is to break up the fact the Twins had, some, some left -hand, had, had a bunch of left-hander bats in a row. Well, a lot of times... What has happened is they pinch hit Donovan Solano and for Kirilov and Solano a lot of times somehow comes through, which, well, what happened was a Kepler got a hit and then, uh, and then Solano walked to all the bases. And that actually set the stage for Carlos Correa to hit a ground ball for, uh, for I think it was an infield base hit. And that actually drove in the first run of the ball game. So, 
So, so, so the move essentially backfired on the Toronto Blue Jays when the uh, Twins were able to get the next run to score on a double play by Matt Walner. So, so, and I understand that the media up in Toronto, they are having a field day with it. With this, they're they're not very happy about how the whole thing was handled. I don't think the I don't think some of the players I don't think the players on the Blue Jays are happy. But hey, we were able to to take advantage of that and. We uh, we um, we had the lead going into the fifth inning, and the fifth inning saw another great defensive gym by Carlos Correa, and from what I understand, from what I heard, I think it was actually Correa's call to pull off this uh, pickoff play that that was executed. Yeah. So what happened was uh, Vladimir Guerrero and. Who's well? George Springer. They had reached base, and then there was, there was a wild pitch. for a wild both runners to advance. So we had runners on second and third for the Toronto Blue Jays, and Bo Bichette was batting. And well, so what happened was, what had happened was, Correa kind of snuck in behind the runner, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and threw him out. Uh, well, and then the Sunny Gray. He quickly turned around and was able to throw throw a strike to Carlos Correa, and Carlos Correa, uh, he was able to take out. He was able to get out uh, Guerrero Jr. before he even knew what was happening. So, so that's a that's a rally killer right there. So, yep. So that's your. So those are some of the key takeaways from you know we've had some good pitching. We've had some good uh, defense in the first two games. And now it's time for us to move on to Houston. And so here are my notes on Houston. First of all, Houston will be it'll be a record 90 to 72 overall. Uh, so, so so their overall record record is 92 and uh, is 90 and 72 rather, excuse me. But I, this is, I think, a key t- takeaway for me. The home record for Houston is 39-42. So the Twins will be will be headed to Houston tomorrow to take on a ball club that has a losing record at home. So let's see what happens there. You know, it would be nice for the Twins to sweep to sweep the two games in Houston, and then Houston Astros fans can be like, Houston, we have a problem. You know, <laughs> you know that's what. That's what they could do, and so let's uh, let's see what happens. Let's at least get a split in Houston. But a couple more things I want to mention here. So I just took some notes on the offense. The the, the Twins were tied for third in majors in uh, with 233 home runs, uh, and they were seventh in slugging percentage at 427. And then their team batting average is 243. Um, I don't know where that's ranked in majors. I, I didn't get that. But obviously, we have mentioned the 1,654 strikeouts the Twins have had to lead the major leagues in the previous episode. So that, you know, that's that's the one glaring stat that I find that's not the Twins' favor, the fact that they strike out at least 10 times a game average. So, you know, you know, that gives you 10 less outs to work with. Meanwhile, Houston, 
they have the third fewest the strikeouts in the majors with 12 with uh, 1,241. And they're seventh in home runs with 222. Six in slugging percentage of 437. And so those are some of the offensive stats. Another thing I want to point out that Houston, they do have a they do have, I think, three three hitters with 90 or more RBIs, including Kyle Tucker. He has, uh, I think, it was, I think it was 112 RBIs with like 26 home runs. So he's the biggest threat for Houston Astros. But also you got uh, Alex Bregman, and their DH uh, Jordan Alvarez or whatever his first name is. Um, he also has. 90 RBIs. Now, Michael Brantley has been a has been a big threat to the Twins in the past, um, but he's only he's only playing 15 games this year, so we'll see what happens with that. But you know, but uh, Brantley, uh, Michael Brantley, a very left fielder, he can be a dangerous hitter for for uh, Houston. But obviously, this year he's not played in very many games, so we'll see what happens with him. Now another now let's let's uh, let's just kind of compare between the pitchers. The uh, Twins did strike out the most batters per game at nine point six three, and and they also just walked two point seven three batters per game, and I think they might have the fourth best WHIP. Uh, I think it's one point. Two zero, so one point the two zero whip I believe I have written down here. The, the Astros had a one point two eight whip, so they're pretty much they're they're pretty close to us. I believe that's fourteenth in the majors. And they struck out nine, but they have I I think it's nine batters per nine innings, and. And then they have walked 3.30 batters per game. So, yes, you know, Houston, I think the Houston and Twins pitching is pretty is pretty similar. What I will say is you do have the experience of Justin Verlander start, who will be opening up the series tomorrow for Houston. He has a 16-11 record in, the, uh, in 34 playoff starts. With a 3.64 ERA, so yeah, I, I I think tomorrow Justin Verlander is is going to be a tough start for us. Um, uh, I think tomorrow Justin Verlander will be a tough a customer. So we'll, we will see what happens there. And uh, and uh, and uh, we will have Bailey Ober pitching for us tomorrow. There was a lot of talk that that Joe Ryan was going to pitch. But here's the thing about Joe Ryan. He has allowed nine runs and two starts, uh, 10 innings against the Houston Astros and uh, this season. So that's why he's not going to be pitching tomorrow. And then, sun- and then Sunday, we will have Pablo Lopez. He'll be pitching again, and he will face Framber Valdez for the Houston Astros. So. And then Sonny Gray will be pitching on Tuesday at Target Field. I, I will tell you this. Game 1 tomorrow will be at 345. Game 2 on Sunday will be 
uh, 7.05 or something like that. And then, and then um, Tuesday, game three will be at 3 o'clock, 3.07. So, and then game four right now is scheduled for 107 on Wednesday, and then game five for Friday, if necessary, will be 3.07. As of right now is what it's scheduled for. It, it's going to depend on what happens with all the other LDS series, uh, especially the other ALDS American League Division Series. And uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to give, just to get a little episode here. Um, the, uh, just to give you a little preview of, you know, just give a little commentary of what I've seen so far in the postseason or whatever, or heard, rather, since I don't listen to, you know, watch the games. I listen to them on the radio. If, the Twins broadcast team of Dan Gladden and uh, Corey Probus. And then, uh, so, yeah, so we'll see uh, what happens. You know, my my thinking is that the Twins do have a shot, but I think it's, it's going to come down who pitches the best, who has the best defense. Right now, the Twins have had the best defense in pitching, and they've had some things go their way. And... Yeah, we'll see. I, I I will say that the offense maybe needs to pick up a little bit. Actually, I, not maybe, but we should. But you know what? If, if we win these games like we have, then, you know, I, I think we'll be fine. But I, I would like to see the offense pick up a little more. And if we can keep the Houston bat- batters in check, that will help. So uh, we'll see what happens, folks. That's all I can say. Well, folks, that's going to do it for this for this shorter episode of the uh, Minnesota Twins Chat. I am your host, Trey Larson. Uh, normally, my dad, Craig Larson, will be on these episodes, but due to uh, some things going on uh, this week, I decided to, to go solo. And, and by the way, folks, the last episode I did, uh, that's been the most successful, the most successful as far as listeners. So I figured, you know what, if there's a lot of interest in Twins content right now, let's put out something. So that's why I did that. So um, if you found this podcast for the first time, subscribe to it, however you found it. And if you'd like to email via podcast, uh, you can do so. The email address is mntwinschat, the number 48, at gmail.com. That is mntwinschat, the number 48, at gmail.com. And subscribe to however you found this podcast as i said before uh whether it's on itunes apple podcast uh well i mean apple Podcasts, itunes are the same thing google Podcasts, spotify uh tune in uh part of my success this week has been from iheart radio i've gotten a lot of listens from that this week so i don't know what's going on there you can hear this podcast even on uh alexa enabled devices This is Troy Larson saying so on and go twins.